Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Welcome to another episode of Brain Delay Theater. My name is Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. Well, we just came from the September 10th, 2018 game, Chicago Cubs versus Milwaukee Brewers at Wrigley Field. We did. We did. I'm mentally exhausted. Yeah, it was, one, it was one heck of a game. We saw a good baseball game. Uh, the Brewers uh, prevailed 3-2 to two over the Cubs, but yep. you know, uh, so I came away happier than Jeremy did, yep. but uh, we both saw a good ball game for a relatively cheap price. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not as mad as I anticipated I would be. Mm-hmm. Um, it might just be, I, I might be, I, hey, I think I'm tired, more tired than the Cubs having uh, <laughs> come off of that weekend debacle in Washington, D.C. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, so, Jeremy, you mentioned uh, you mentioned some things about karma. Well, I think let's. I think that the theme of this episode is karma. Uh huh. And um, I wanted to. I wanted to get into it with you. Okay. Um, like, you know, there's there's these swirling questions. This is also coming off of the uh, that Bears Packers debacle. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I don't. I, the only thing I can think of karma with that is that the idiot Bears fans who are gloating at halftime. Yes. It's funny to go back and look at my Facebook and say like. Oh, we're kicking some butt or whatever. And it's like I was not I was not gloating. Like I thought the only, I thought it was funny that they put Aaron Rodgers in that tent because that's the kind of tent that they put horses they put over horses when they shoot them at the tracks. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. Yeah, that, that's a little that's a little like secretive, you know? Like you're like that's what's weird. what's going on in there? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um did they, uh, did they put Dana did Danica Patrick in that tent, and then somehow uh, Rogers was able to come back in the game. I don't know, but um, yeah. So so karma. Let's talk about karma really quick, uh-huh. um, because uh, a couple things. Something happened to me um, that we'll get into. Uh, but first, let's talk about talk about the Cubs really quick. Okay, so like the Cubs just came off of this ridiculous weekend where it seemed to me like they were completely screwed over like you as a Brewers fan probably don't want to hear me talking about like how I feel like the Cubs got screwed over here um but I wanted to ask you and and I I I kind of ran this by you before we started rolling and you're not the best person to ask either because you're not a but you're you're not an impartial judge here but uh like, do you think that this that whole debacle with the Cubs, with getting delayed and rained out, and like having to wait around, and now they have to face friggin' Scherzer probably on Thursday and play their thirtieth of uh, 30, 30 games in thirty days, uh, sort of thing? Uh, do you think that that's karma somehow for the uh, the 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 rain out last year? The sun out? Yes, exactly. Versus yeah. the Brewers. Okay, so what happened? Just to give uh, just yeah. to give a little bit of background here, it was a game in May. I believe, and the game was, uh, it was raining in the morning, it was a Saturday afternoon game, yeah. it, was, it was raining in the morning, it looked dire, so the Cubs canceled the game at about 11.30, it was supposed to be a, a 1 o'clock start. Now correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy, I think up to a certain time, the team is allowed to cancel the game, uh, and then uh, when like when it hits like 90 minutes before game time, then the league takes over. Am I, I oh, okay. might be a little foggy on that. Yeah, well, I honestly have no clue. So, so I think at that point it was the Cubs' decision. Okay. Whatever it was, uh, yeah. so they decided to call the game. Yeah. Now one of the one, uh, and then ten minutes after they called it, the sun came out. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, one of the reasons that people suspected that they called that game was because their bullpen was, they were going through a, a period where their bullpen was really taxed. Yeah. Um, also, they had been struggling with the Brewers early in the year. It seemed yeah. like they weren't able to beat the Brewers. So, it was just a good time for them to, like, kind of have a day off. Right. So, the Brewers were really upset that yep. they canceled the game. Council, uh, councils, particularly. Yeah, you got a great line from Council. He said it was the only time we've ever had guys treated for sunburn after a rainout. <laughs> that's uh, right, so, you, that's got, right. you got a great line there. Uh, yeah. And so then also the game had to be rescheduled in July for a day that the Brewers were supposed to have off. I wonder if um, someone fed counsel that line. That's, that's a well-crafted joke. It is. It is a very well-crafted joke, and it's not really consistent with... Uh, Do you think Bob Euchre gave him that line? Uh, I wouldn't. I don't... You, I have some feelings on Euchre, and I don't really think he's that funny. Like, um, (laughs) I'm not going to give Euchre credit for that. That's Uh, crazy, by the way. We should get into that uh, at some point. uh, Yeah, uh, okay. It's probably similar to maybe your feelings about, like, Harry Carey, but uh, we'll get into that. It's a long long offseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but anyway... um, Could be longer for the Cubs. (laughs) But, uh, so the Brewers ended up winning uh, that game in July. They ended up very decisively i think it was kind of a blowout so when oh, you ask yeah. me if i'm if i'm bitter uh i, I guess my quite my my answer to that is it it feels petty for me to be bitter okay. but i'm not going to feel sorry for the cubs either okay um and i will also say that i did not hear any cubs fans complaining when the brewers essentially got three extra home games when the marlins series had to be moved to miller park uh, uh, right. in august of september last year uh, right. because of the hurricane right uh granted those were marlins games yeah right. and funnily enough they only let ten thousand people in the stadium for that first game just oh. i think just because of staffing so oh, okay. it really probably did feel like a home game for the Marlins. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, I like that. That's my answer to you is that, okay. well, well, I, uh, I, you know, I'm not gloating about it. I, I'm not going to feel sorry for them either. Okay. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, I, I, I think generally across the board, like, you don't need to feel sorry for a team that won the World Series within the last two years. No. no. Um, but, like, I'm, fucking furious about how it went down over the weekend. Uh-huh. So much so that I'm 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 not even that uh, mad about this game. I wasn't the Bears loss washed over me like a like a wave uh <laughs> like because I've been fuming all weekend about this about what went down in Washington DC. So, I was I've been pretty pissed about that and like yeah, I I don't know if it's been confirmed yet that they're facing Scherzer on Thursday, but like I will say one thing about Brewers Twitter is that Brewers Twitter thinks that the Cubs got two game, two days off this weekend? Yeah, it's just not. I feel I would have a hard time arguing like for that point. That's um, that's not the most intelligent take. No. Um, yeah. Uh, because I, I think that when when there's a rainout, the players still have to go to the ballpark yeah. and go through their pregame prep. Yeah. Um, you know, and on uh, what was it Friday <laughs> that Lester? Um, you know, he still had to. Everybody still had to warm up that day. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Sunday they didn't go into their full full like routines. Yeah. At the same time, also on Sunday they had to travel. Yeah. Um, which is which is always an ordeal, even when you fly first class. Uh, you know, like they do. Interesting enough, uh, I was uh, watching the Bears game at O'Donovan's, a bar on Irving Park, and I texted you, Jack, because I was we were sitting by the door, and it, so it's on Irving Park, um, not far from the stadium, and uh, I hear some sirens, and I and like the the Cubs passed by us. It was about 8 p.m. last night. So they got in they got 
in town back about 8 p.m. They probably didn't get home until like 9, 9.30 or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, but except for Zobris because he lives close by. Does he really? <laughs> Which we've said before, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, he was probably in bed by like 9.45. Yeah. But, uh, or 8.45. Um, so anyway, um, okay, so there's that. Uh, yeah, I was furious about that. Another thing um, is I have a feeling, I have this horrible feeling that if the Brewers somehow overtake the Cubs and whatever happens to the Cubs, what what would you look back? What would, we'll, we'll talk about with the Brewers, but what would you look back on for the Cubs that would would you say was like, oh, this is karma? Um, uh, you mean if the uh, if the Cubs were to not win the division? Yeah, if they tank and like the Brewers surpass I, them. I mean, to be honest with you, I I would look I, at this last weekend. Um, okay. This is kind of when things started to fall apart for them a okay. little bit. Um, I would ask you to look back even further to a guy who is on the Cubs now but wasn't like a month ago and doesn't seem to necessarily have a dog in the fight, really, is uh, Cole Hamels making those stupid comments about right, Brewers fans. About, about Brewers fans, yeah. right. Uh, they haven't, because then they ended up, uh, they, they lost the series, right? They, they, they ended up, yeah. so Hamels, they won that first game, but then the Brewers won the next two, yeah, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and then it's been all downhill for the Cubs since then, because yeah. they went to Washington, and, and yeah, we know what happened there. Yeah, uh, so just completely like unsolicited uh, comments about the fans. Like Honestly, it's pretty clear, it's, it's, it's stupid, because... That's not for for anyone who's been a Cubs fan. Like that's not even a talking point at this point. We know what happens when the Cubs play in Milwaukee. A yeah. bunch of Cubs fans go up there. Um, I maybe it's because he's new or something. I don't know why he. I don't know why he felt the need to say that. Yeah, that's so stupid. Maybe he was trying to ingratiate himself with Cubs fans. Yeah, he was. Um, he's been doing that on the mound with his pitching. Yeah, um, he doesn't need to open his squeaky voice up and the, like say that. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is true. Plus, it's it was uh, it, what he said was untrue. The Brewers average about thirty four thousand people a game. They play in the smallest market um, yeah. in baseball. And uh, if you look at it, like uh, the Cubs, the differential like from Cubs to non Cubs, it only adds for their season average about like 230 fans per game or something like that so it it, you know they don't draw they don't draw it's like uh, so much better for Cubs games than they do for other games it's just that kind of gets magnified I guess that amplifies the point then of what people were saying is like oh this was the thing that they were they were saying about this and I don't agree with this they're like Hey, well, when the Cubs come into town, I sell my tickets to Chicago fans and I pay for my season tickets. Like, I don't think that's like a good angle. That, no, it's a good that, like. But that's true. People do do that, though. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that means that there. I mean, it's it's you can hear the difference. We we shouldn't get too deep on this, mm-hmm. but like, I guess they're selling their tickets too. So yes. like, the, the numbers aren't necessarily differing that much, right? But. Um, those might be uh, brewer seats that the Cubs fans are sitting in. Right. But anyway, okay. So um, here's a okay. Here's the other thing about this isn't necessarily karma, but this is like magical thing. So the the Brewers have been on a roll, and it's like we were talking about it beforehand, and I I date it back to there's two one one for the first turning point was this friggin' and this is who's to blame for all of this friggin' Clay Holmes for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yes. This friggin' He's to blame for everything. This 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 nobody. <laughs> yeah. This this four uh, four A player, good enough to come up, not good enough to stay up. Yeah, I don't even know anything about it. He could uh, he could have a great pedigree, but he looked like crap in that game. So what we're talking about? Let me see if I can pull it up really quick. Um, yeah, it was uh, Friday, August twenty fourth, where um, they were in. Uh, it was a fifteen inning game, and uh, the the Pirates took the lead in the top of the fifteenth, and this this doofus. Uh, 
Clay Holmes was on the mound. I mean, they had no more pitchers left. No, but this was um, Players Weekend that this happened. Oh yeah, and it was I, I remember weekend. his jersey just said Holmes, probably <laughs> because they didn't have time to get him another jersey. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, so like he blows his game in a in a feeble, pathetic way. Yes, he walked. Uh, Jordan Lyles had to bat because it was the fifteenth inning, and the Brewers had no more position players available, so they yeah. just had to send Lyles up to the plate because he was pitching, and Clay Holmes walked him. Yeah, he walked the relief pitcher yeah. in the bottom of the inning. And then RC ended up getting a walk-off hit. Yeah, yeah, and Kratz got a big hit, too. We'll get to Kratz later. Okay, but, sure. Uh, but, yeah, so Holmes, Holmes uh, he crapped the bed on that one. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we've, we've tweeted about this briefly, but um, uh, my, my brother went to high school with a guy who's currently on the Pirates 40-man roster, Alex McRae, yeah. and so we were wondering if, like, you know, uh, he was watching that game and was like pissed. Like I could do better. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think they could have anybody, anybody on their AAA roster could have done yeah, better than that guy. Because McCray was is sitting in what Altoona is that Probably, where they play? Uh, oh, is it Indianapolis? I in, think is oh, their AAA. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. possibly Altoona might be their double-A. Okay, okay, yeah. But uh, anyway, Holmes was immediately sent back to wherever their triple-A was. Uh, yeah. After that game, he got sent back down. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that sort of kick-started the Brewers' whole uh, whole rally. They're 11-4 and since that game. Yeah. Another game that really turned things around was a 13-12 to win uh, in Cincinnati. Yeah, that was um, Wednesday, August 29th. Yeah, now that was one of those games that everybody who likes baseball was talking about. Yeah. Um, that game got like a lot of national uh, pub. I was texting there were friends of mine Cubs fans friends of mine texting like oh the Brewers are so pathetic because they gave up a home run to uh, uh, Lorenzen yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah even though Lorenzen's a good he's a good hitter, hitter but that's like the second um, Reds like pitcher who's homered off the Brewers this year at least because Di Sclafini uh, hit okay. one as well yeah um, he's on the Reds right yeah yeah, he, yeah, yeah. yeah okay Disclafani. yeah or is it Di Sclafani? I never yeah. know how to Freaking say that guy's name. There's a lot name. of uh, consonants. Um, <laughs> yes, but but yeah, but it's like uh, you know, there's no need to friggin' like gloat about that. Like like like, just just put it on your mind because because don't forget that it's a friggin' Cincinnati Reds and you can't count on them to do anything. No, and you couldn't because no. uh, that's what happens when you don't have like pitchers who can get guys out. Is yeah. that the Brewers came back and uh, they ended up winning that game in epic fashion? Too. Yeah. So and it just this, the Avalanche the the was was uh, was going and like it, it hasn't stopped yet and now no. it's overtaking the Cubs. Mm-hmm. So um, my last point about karma is. Um, I had a situation coming to the game. Now, I will say really quick, um, we kind of like, uh, I, I, I almost, I didn't want to mention the thing about getting on the wrong train last time because it was freaking embarrassing, mm-hmm. but it was really ridiculous that that happened. I was on my phone and stuff, so like, it, you know, it's my own fault, but uh, yeah, to get on the wrong train is, is, is pathetic, and I take full, uh, you know, uh, blame for it, whatever. Uh, today... Here's what happened. Um, I bought uh, hard tickets to this game. I, I, I biked. I rode my bike down. I actually rode my my girlfriend's bike down. God, the story gets more pathetic each time with each detail. But uh, I rode my girlfriend's bike down to the stadium, and I picked us up two tickets. Uh, you can save on fees if you go to the uh, ticket booth or yeah. whatever. So um, I got the two tickets. I managed to bike home back to my place without losing them. 
Um, however, uh, and, then, and then I met you the other day, and I gave you your ticket, and yeah. we were just going to meet at the stadium. And actually, when you gave me my ticket, so Jeremy had been jogging. Uh, we live in the same neighborhood. Yeah. Jeremy had been jogging, <laughs> and he's like, uh, when he came over, he was like, man, I kept I kept checking my pocket. I that's thought right. I was going to lose your ticket. Yeah, and that's did, right. He didn't. No, um, I didn't. And I'll just, for the record, I'll say I thought it was like kind of cool to actually have a hard hard ticket. Like, I had it in my wallet, and I took it out, and I was like, oh, it's been a while since I've had a hard ticket. Usually, yeah. it, usually it's on your phone now. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, so that was a little novelty. It but, is It is nice. Um, so... I was leaving the house today and like I had the tickets right by the door and like of course like you like double check like you're like like okay whatever I do don't forget this ticket whatever so um, I didn't forget the ticket uh, I put it however I did put it in my ass pocket okay my left ass pocket mm-hmm. so um, it's in my left ass pocket and like I'm wearing these jeans and like uh, they're a little they're a little snug I don't know if you know I, I'm jog- I'm jogging for a reason I guess yeah also yeah. like they're they're yeah I just washed them too so like. There, there's not a lot of flexibility going on with the jeans. So I had it in my, my back pocket, and, like, I don't know, like, if it was some sort of, like, self-sabotage thing. Yeah. But I par- I um, uh, I drove my car uh, to my – I don't want to – I don't want to divulge the spot, my spot, because I don't want to give this away. Yeah. But um, I, I drove it to my spot where I can get close to the stadium. Yeah. And uh, I parked, and then I'm walking um, down, uh, like, Grace or whatever, and uh, I get about um, – four blocks away from my car and I decided to just hit the pocket just to make sure that I have the ticket. Nothing. It's not there. Jesus. So then I'm like, oh shit. And so like I check all my pockets. I check like everything. I didn't have like anything else but my, my pants pockets and uh, I um, yeah, didn't find anything. I was like carrying stuff. I didn't see anything. So then I'm like, okay, got to turn around. I turn around. I'm looking on the ground. Like I'm, I'm walking back to my car but I'm my face is like looking at the ground the whole time. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I didn't see anything. I actually passed by this couple uh, that they were about a block behind me. And, like, I'm, like, in my mind, I'm, like, this guy could have very well saw my ticket, picked it up. And so, Mm. like, I I stared at him. I stared him down just to be, like... (laughs) Hey buddy, if you just if you picked up a ticket that's mine, give it back to me. And he he didn't look like he wasn't like a dorky guy. He looked like a guy who would maybe st- like pick up someone's ticket and try to sell it. Right. And they just he like looked at me and just kept going. So then I'm back looking at my like on the floor like looking on the ground looking for my ticket. Can't find it. Cross the street, the busy street. Get to my car. Look around my car. Don't see it anywhere. And I was hoping that it was in. I the like. Most uh, simple solution was that it was in my it was on my driver's seat. Right, right. Get to my car; it's not on the driver's seat. So I'm like, oh fuck! Now, now I'm really screwed. Uh, I did a quick glance at the car; didn't find it. So then I'm like, okay, I gotta drive back home because I'm hoping that I left it at home, or at least I dropped it around where my car is. So like, I drove back home, parked the car. Um, someone had taken my spot, so like, I was like looking around that guy's car. Went up, went upstairs, couldn't find it there, and I'm like, shit, like I'm, I'm screwed. Um, so I'm thinking, like, what am I gonna do? I'm like, am I gonna have to buy another ticket? And like, I'm like, am I gonna tell Jack that I lost this ticket, or am I just gonna play it off cool and just sit in my seat? Because obviously, I know where my seat is because it's next to you. So theoretically, no one would be there unless they took the stolen ticket. Right. So, um, and this whole time I'm on the phone with the Cubs and the Cubs are not answering. Like, they're a 1-800-THE-CUBS yeah. number. And, like, I couldn't get through anyone and, like, I lost, the call dropped when I was going to my apartment because I don't get reception. Yeah, yeah. All this stuff. So, I'm driving back to the stadium um, with the Cubs, like, on the other line and I'm, I was on hold for, like, 10 minutes and, like, 10 minutes 
some I mean that's long. It's not an eternity, but it felt like it like went in this situation because I'm picturing like someone picked up my ticket and it has gone through the gates already, and it's just a fucking mess. So I finally got through to someone and I told them what happened. I'm, I actually go like um, I have an urgent situation. <laughs> I'm like I dropped my ticket yeah. on the way to the stadium. Is there anything you can do about that? Yeah. And she was like, Oh yeah, sure. Like she was totally cool. She yeah. was totally helpful and awesome. Yeah. Um, she was super cool though. And uh, she was just like, yeah, we'll just um, freeze that code and then we'll reprint the tickets and we'll leave them at Wool Call and you can just pick them up there. Um, so then I, so then I'm like, thank you so much. Like I was like effusive in my like thank, uh, thanking of her. Uh, so then I get uh, to the stadium and I go to the window and like she, she, the girl on the phone said, you'll need your photo ID and your credit card that you use to buy the tickets. So I go to the thing and I told her what happened, the w- woman at the window. And then she's like, uh, I'll take your, I'll, I'll need your uh, driver's light, your ID. So I give that to her and she she searches my name. Uh, uh, she searches my account by my name, right? And then she's um, pulling it up and she's like, she can't, she can't find him. And I think what she did was she searched like my tickets.com, my Cubs, my MLB.com account, which is where you get the just where the tickets are, like yeah. when you get e-tickets. Mm-hmm. But she didn't know I had the in-person tickets. So then I'll, I'll add this little side story to it because it's kind of funny. She pulls up something on the computer and she starts laughing. And I'm like, what? what is she laughing at? Yeah. And then she's like, uh, Jeremy, what's your email address? And uh, she was like laughing. And I'm like... I'll just give away this email address because it's not who who cares. But um, if someone wants to email me, they can damn well feel free to email me. Uh, I'm like, judging by your reaction, I think it's stupid idiot one thousand, uh-huh. which is my email address, which was an email address I made in college. Yeah, I was well. I was gonna say, Jeremy, it's impressive that you got that email name. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, well, it was one thousand. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I in college I thought it would be funny. Actually, I still think it's funny. But, yeah. Like, um, I realize that you have to grow up and have like a professional email address. So yeah. I do have one, but um, my college email address is like stupid idiot one thousand, and I still use it sometimes. Yeah. And so she was like laughing about it. I'm like, well, judging by your reaction, I think it's stupid idiot one thousand. And she's yeah. like, okay, that's yeah. right. And then like some dude like leans over from the other booth and like he's like, what's going on? Yeah. And then she like turns oh, the microphone off, and I think she like showed him or whatever. And so it, it was humiliating. And then. It did, they didn't even need to look that up because they weren't like MLB.com tickets. Yeah. They were paper tickets. Uh-huh. Anyway, so um, she, I told her that. She's like, okay, oh, here, okay, whatever. She, so she got them. So she printed the tickets and everything was, was cool. I got in and I had to let you know the situation. Yeah. Because you, now the ticket that you had in your wallet was, was void. Yep. So I had to slip you the ticket uh, through, the, through the gates. You did. So... <laughs> Coming all the way back to tie this into karma, I'm wondering if this is karma for all the times we've talked shit about people <laughs> at games. It, it might be. So yeah. And if it is, and if it is, Jack, what's coming for you? <laughs> That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. What's oh, gonna it. happen to you? Because yeah. I already got mine. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's that's one of my worst nightmares, Jeremy. So whenever I like go to a game with my dad or my brother, you know, before yeah. we leave in the car, we're always like, "Hey, does somebody have the tickets?" You know, usually my brother has them. <laughs> yeah. Or like, and when we're handing out the tickets when we get to the stadium to each other, like it's always been my fear of like, what if uh, what if my ticket blows away? I think we've, <laughs> I think we've always we've all had that fear with sure. like paper tickets. Sure. Um. And so that yeah, losing your ticket 
is like a legit thing that you would be afraid of. Which is the drawback of having the paper tickets. Ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Well, here's the thing. So when I was walking down uh, Clark Street um, yeah. to go to the game to meet you, uh, right outside the stadium, some scalper was like, hey, anybody selling tickets or whatever? Uh, and I still had my paper ticket yeah. on me. Yeah. I should have made like a fast 10 bucks off of that motherfucker. Well, I hate scalpers. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. The unfortunate thing is that that guy probably would have sold it to another Porsche. That's club, that's what I thought. Know? Um, so that's what I, I was thinking about mine because yeah. like, I figured that guy picked it up, sold it to someone, and then that guy sold it to someone else. Yeah. I I wish I could like ask the gate if like someone tried to use that ticket. Yeah. It could be in my friggin' apartment right now. I yep. don't know. But yeah, like, it, it will be interesting um, if you ever find it. We'll be able to you know yeah. <laughs> do a follow up on yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. I was also wondering if, like, after I told you that story, if you were worried that I was going to lose your new ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Oh, yeah. man. Um, yeah, so anyway. So yeah. That was, okay, we're, that was a long preamble to this this situation, but uh, let's get into the game, right? Okay, yeah, for sure. Well, finally we got in, um, and yeah. so we walked into the upper deck, and one of the first things we saw was our old friend Sam Eagle. Yeah, old uh, long, long face, uh, unhappy uh, beer vendor. Guy. Yeah, and so I, I forget what he was selling. Uh, was he selling, uh, like, PBR? tonight or well no they probably no, don't sell yeah, PBR no. there I, it was probably uh, Budweiser but yeah okay so maybe it was Budweiser but he yelled like right in my ear oh yeah um, yeah, sure. yeah so it was a, it was kind of a rude awakening from yeah, him that but, old considerate uh, Sam Eagle yeah yeah uh, it would have been nice to kind of get an update from him uh, but at the same time I don't really care no uh, no no for sure yeah I mean he, it's just, it was, we saw him tonight and that's one too many times yeah well he's definitely so he's definitely not working at uh, at guaranteed rate, no, anymore, no, I don't no. think because he's such a presence that you see him every time. Yeah, every time he would be there, we would have seen him for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's not he's not there anymore. So we did we did run into him. Now, yeah. also as we were walking along, uh, we saw the first pitches. Uh, the first one was by the lead singer of Kansas. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he had that. 80s rocker look yeah like that like the the current day 80s rocker yeah look. now in his 60s yeah yeah um, the long he still had with the long hair but it's like white and like like you know ashy or whatever yeah like, um and i was god what did i said something to you i said some smart ass thing to you about it. like i'm like he bounces it or something yeah right? yeah um and we'll and see he, how good this does he yeah. actually so he was working from the stretch uh oh, that's and, what it was i'm like he's making a mistake standing on the rubber that's what i yep, said yep yeah, yeah yeah uh and he threw a strike he did it yeah. was probably about he threw it about probably about 50 miles an hour too 55 <laughs> it was a nice it was a nice pitch yeah yeah he did um, a good job he looked good and then we uh we had uh, uh lance briggs and matt forte matt, out yep, there yeah uh uh who he actually just referenced in the previous podcast yeah interesting yeah um uh i want to say though i I wasn't dissing Matt Forte. You weren't. I mean, it, you, it was an accurate comment. He was a Bears yeah. good. Yeah. I think great is a little, yeah, probably an exaggeration. He was probably the best player on the team at yes. the time, but yep. that's yeah. not saying that much. No, but anyway, uh, so Briggs and Forte were there. I thought it was kind of funny that, like, those guys were there the night after the Bears yes. dropped a game. They were up 20 to nothing. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. So, like, how excited are people really to see Chicago Bears uh, on this day? Well, the, the Bears fans will glorify uh, ex-Bears till the day they die. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if they won the Super Bowl, but, like, yeah. Right. So, I don't really remember uh, what... I think only one of the guys actually threw out a pitch. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. think it was a particularly good pitch. Yeah, we were walking to our seats at that time. Yeah, so we didn't really see. But the, they also did the uh, seventh inning stretch as well. Yeah. 
Um, and they did not do a good job of it. They no. waited like 30 seconds yeah. to start the song. Yeah, they were like, like it's like Matt Forte was like, he did the like, hey, Cubs fans. And then like Briggs was like kind of tapping them like they're like, you know, I don't know, like at a, sitting at a bar or something. Yeah. It's like, hey, dude, like we're all waiting on your like every word here. Yeah. Like, let's 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 get it going here. The Cubs got a game to lose. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. And so then when they were uh, when they were actually singing the song, I looked up the scoreboard at one point, and what they were saying in the mic yeah. did not like match up with what was being sung yeah. on the field. Every once in a while, like like you'll um, the fans and the singer will like get out of sync because yeah. like the fans usually out drown out the yeah. the singer but for this purpose i'm not sure if that's what why they no lost. i think that like i have this i was suspecting that maybe they just like kind of cut their mic or turn their mic down at some point uh-huh. i don't know they seemed a little drunk which yes. would not which would not surprise me they were probably just partying and having a good time yeah for sure lance for sure. briggs looked like he'd had quite a few of those nights uh yeah. since the last time he played and, football and i don't think this the seventh inning was the only thing that stretched with lance briggs i think his waistline <laughs> did a little bit too he's uh he's he's definitely enjoying a retirement I yeah. Guess. yeah yeah well just good. keep him away from a lamborghini and the eden's expressway I, I don't know this story. Jeremy. He crashed a Lamborghini on the Edens and Ooh. he abandoned it. Did it was really? like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car or something. Like, oh my god! Was it a like, single car accident? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He just like he just like uh, crashed it into like a, a abutment, like a bridge, like, yeah. thing. Because like um, it was on my way. My old job or my job used to be up in the uh, Northbrook. Yeah, and uh, I would pass by it all the time, and I passed by it like the day after he had the accident because. And then someone spray painted like fifty on the, uh, or was he fifty five? I can't remember. I think he was fifty five, yeah. but I could be wrong. They sprayed that like on the like the place where he crashed the car. Really? But he hit. He crashed the car, and uh, it was a Lamborghini, and he had just gotten it, and he like abandoned the car, and like I think he must have like climbed up the the <laughs> like the uh, what do you call it the the side of sure. the road, the, yeah, the, like the grass leading up to the side. Um, and like he called like the Bears fixer, like he called like the Bears like guy, yeah, and like yeah. got him out of there. But he abandoned like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car. Well, he, he was probably what was he probably drunk? Yes, um, yeah, yeah, probably. And so I mean, they never what they just never found him uh, until like the next day. And yeah, called, they yeah. pumped him full of saline or something, <laughs> and like yeah, and like gave him a couple like two packs of breath mints or something. <laughs> I was like, he's fine, he's fine, he's just tired. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so. So we finally got to our seats. So we had a, we were we were kind of uh, on the first base side behind home plate, slightly uh, kind of where the on deck circle was for the visiting team, uh, yeah. all the way up in the upper deck. Yeah. Uh, and you know they were good seats. There's there there's really no bad seats at Wrigley Field unless you're uh, behind a pole. Behind a pole so yeah. they were they were decent seats, um, uh, especially for the price. Uh, so we were there was a little bit it was a little loosey goosey at first as far as sitting in yeah. what seat you were. Be, yeah, because um, I had a friend, uh, my friend Kevin, uh, mm-hmm. who's a listener, and uh, I, I, I went to high school with him, actually, and uh, his wife, yeah. um, they were going to the game, and um, he told me where their seats were, and I was like, well, we were planning on going, so I actually went, when I went to the ticket window, I'm like, hey, can you get us close to, or do you have something in 525, I think is where we sat, mm-hmm. and uh, it turns out that we had the two seats directly in front of them, but two... They're the same seats as them, but two rows in front. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so we were trying to sit close to them. So we sat actually in the row in front of them because no one was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we were sitting down, this like gaggle of like bros like 
came in and they and they were right off the bat they're like oh these aren't our seats those are our seats we're way down there yeah uh, you know let, we'll let you sit here till now and like they were like there was like five or six of them and like yeah. there was like two right to the left of me and then like four behind us or something it was like a mess yeah people so people were everywhere yeah people were everywhere and you know that sort of established that no one was kind of in their right seat at the beginning of the game right there were now, people there were people who showed up later and then they were in the seats that the guys next to us were in and then we actually bailed on our on that row and then ended up going into our right yeah, row. Yeah, I think early. eventually we knew we were just going to get uh, yeah. bounced from those seats. Yeah. Uh, and it was an important game. There was no reason to deal with the stress of when are we going to get kicked out. We might as well just go down there. And yeah. actually at one point, uh, some girl like tried to sit in oh, yeah, our right. seat or whatever. And yeah. then she was standing during like Jesus Aguilar's first at bat and yeah. annoying me. But she left eventually. So uh, when those, those guys weren't particularly quiet about how they were sitting in the wrong seats when they no. first came down there so there was a guy uh in front of us um directly in front of us who was wearing uh he was an older guy maybe about you know late 40s early 50s uh seemed to be by him no was he with that shutterbug who was like right that guy with that (laughs) that guy with that camera (laughs) i think i think they were together but anyway this uh this guy was very solemn uh and he had on a on a uh, he had a hat on that said season ticket holder there's a cubs hat with season ticket holders stitched on the back yeah was it is that a giveaway they gave to season ticket holders yeah Um, that's one of the things that season ticket holders Guess. Okay, yeah. Well, he yeah. wanted to obviously let everybody know that he was a season ticket holder. Yeah. Um, so when these guys, uh, you know, loudly announced that, oh, we're not sitting in our right seats, he looks over at them and just stares daggers at them. <laughs> like, how dare these people, like, come in here and sit in their wrong seats? Right, right, Like, you right. know, uh, so... This guy, you know, he was he was obviously he was above he was above it he was above everybody who sure. didn't who wasn't a season ticket holder. Sure. So he um d- oh, so during that one point where I forget who who's uh, what Cub bat it was off of, but when Kane made that great play in the outfield, oh, it was that Lester, gr- yeah, yeah, that Lester, right? Lester yeah. crushed one into into right center. Oh, I definitely wasn't uh, paying attention because I had my own things going on. Yeah, 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 yes. So Lester, uh, Lester crushed one into right center. Kane was playing real shallow because the pitcher was up, yeah. so he had to run back on it. But he made a fantastic catch. Uh, yeah. it, uh, it it was. Yeah, he made a fantastic catch. So I got fired up about it, and I didn't. You know, I wasn't super vocal uh, during the game. I gave Braun a few like more cheers than he deserved, <laughs> just to be an asshole. Yeah, mostly just because of Cole, what Cole Hamill said last week. Right. But uh, I want I want to mention something about yeah, that, by the way, too. Sure, uh, we can come back. To yeah, that, absolutely. Uh, so anyway, Kane makes this great catch, and I uh, I mark out as uh, the wrestling fans say. I scream, I holler. I was like, yeah. And this season ticket holder looks. He kind of looks back at me and like, uh, you know, like he was annoyed, annoyed with me that I would be cheering for the Brewers. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to, I wanted him to kind of pursue that a little more. I think if I would have been a little louder, um, you know, throughout the game, maybe he would have looked back at me. But I, I, I wanted to say two things to him. Um, I would have said, you know, two things, buddy. Number one, I paid for this ticket. So, hey, I have a right. And this is my seat. So yeah. I have a right to say whatever I want to say. Number two. Ryan Braun never did steroids. Yeah. But by, by what? He was innocent. He was framed. There. Deal with that. So <laughs> that's just okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. So uh, you know, um so that guy was uh, that guy was kinda getting on my nerves throughout okay. the game. Okay. Um, well this is good. Let's start let's okay, then we'll take another side yeah. track really quick, but I'll okay, yeah. make it quick. Now, Jack, uh, you were saying that after the Cole Hamels thing, you said that you weren't gonna wear your brewer's hat at the game. And yeah, I, I was debating. Um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. 
I like I like the Brewers hat that I have, but I'm, I also do want to get one with just the M on it. And I look, I was asking you, Jeremy, about a high crown and low crown because my my Expos hat is a high crown hat, and I like how it looks. Right. Um. And this hat is a low crown hat, and I'm not I'm not super sure about it. But okay. I was like, eh, maybe I'll just wear my Expos hat just because also. Also, I, I had originally planned before I, I knew that I was going to have to stop home uh, after work, and I, I thought I was going to be able to get to the park as early as you got there at 5, sure. because we should mention this, there was an El Mago t-shirt yeah, giveaway. Yeah, I was going to mention that. The shirt was sick. It's it, awesome. Yeah, it's a very cool shirt, uh, and I was like, well, I might want to like wear that shirt during the game. So I can't like wear a Javi Baez shirt and have a Cubs hat on. That's just uh, gotcha. that's just sending mixed messages, okay. and it's not. It wouldn't make be a, uh, make me a good Brewers fan. Okay. So uh, because I was intending to get the shirt, I was like, maybe I just won't wear. Maybe won't wear a hat, or not, I'm not going to wear a Brewers hat. <laughs> but then when I I a like I. Well, I, I, shirt aside, even I was I was still planning to get the shirt up until like yesterday. But after Cole Hamill said that, I was like, no, I'm I'm wearing my Brewers gear. Fuck that. Okay. <laughs> uh, we should mention that just because we're gonna go back. But like, I don't know if you read this, Jeremy. During that series, there was some guy who brought in a huge flag with an L on it. Yeah. And yeah, flew yeah. it. Yeah. Um, the answer he gave, they asked him how much it cost, and he said it costs as much as a Cole Hamill's autographed baseball. And I will give that guy, I will give that guy props for that is the <laughs> that was the perfect thing for him to have said. I, uh, that's like a riddle, though. I don't. Like, yeah. what, is, what does that mean, even? I wonder how. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. You know, you, you want to know riddles? Cato uh, Kalen. Uh, who is an angry Brewers fan on Twitter, said that uh, Council and Stern should leave baseball and open up a toilet paper store. <laughs> uh, what, that makes just enough sense to be to be funny. Uh, Green Bay used to be known for toilet paper, didn't they? Did they? They had really? a big uh, toilet paper factory. I don't know if they still do. Oh, interesting. Anyway. Well, okay, Co- there's also Kohler, Wisconsin, a huge toilet oh, yeah. toilet factory. Sure. Anyway. Kohler okay. Hamels. Um, okay, okay, wait. There's there's a lot here. We're mm-hmm. we're really amped up about yeah. this episode. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, I guess what he means is like he chose to buy the flag instead. He had that money and he chose to buy the flag instead of getting a Cole Hamels autograph baseball. Yeah, I, I think it was just throwing shade back at Cole Hamels yeah. for yeah. all the bullshit that he said. Yeah. But like, uh, who I don't, interviewed this guy? By the way, the, I, well, like, the, the, the Journal the, Sentinel, the Milwaukee. Uh, okay. This is this okay. is news. <laughs> this is considered news in Milwaukee. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. The flag guy. Yeah, right, the, the flag cool. guy. All right, here, listen. Okay, this is what I'm going to say about the hats of. Yeah. Jack, I don't usually give you a hard time or tease you that much or uh-huh. whatever, but uh, you sound crazy <laughs> about, about the brewer's hat. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with wearing the brewer's hat. No, no, no. Nothing at all. Mm-mm, and no. uh, there's nothing wrong about cheering about the brewer's either. Mm-hmm. Like, that guy mm-hmm. was, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That guy was uh, old curmudgeon. Right. But, like... Um, yeah, man, just wear the Brewers hat. Like, mm-hmm. like it's totally fine. I think. Uh, I mean, I would have. I wore my Cubs stuff like when I went up to to Miller Park yeah. and stuff. So totally fine. People people accept it. Um, and you know, yeah. even when you go to Sox games all the time, people wear uh, people wear their you know jerseys of the road team. You yeah, know, there's nothing wrong with it's just the team. idiots walking around in Cardinals jerseys when it's like White Sox uh, Angels. Yeah, which is what. Yeah, or like uh, you know Pirates Cubs in September and they're wearing their Cardinals jerseys. Yeah, yeah, uh, those people are idiots. And yeah, they deserve to be you know thrown stuff at. or to, to to collapse uh, in the last week or so. Yeah, uh, for which sure. is what's happening to the Cardinals right now. Yeah, well, um, so okay, so uh, yeah, season ticket holder guy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, one thing that the, those guys who sat next to me said um, there was like some kid. He seemed like a, a young kid. But then the guys who showed up later did not seem. They seemed markedly older. Mm. But this young this kid was like. 
I don't know. Like uh, at some point, Miley threw Rizzo a curveball in the first inning, and he goes like, "Spit on it, kid." <laughs> And like talking about Rizzo, like to spit on the curveball. Yeah, all. it's like, all right, man, come on. Like, yeah, I don't know what you what you think you're doing here, but yeah. uh, you're not even in the right seat. No, so like, just zip it. I don't know. Um, but I mean, then I don't know. Should we get into the, yeah, it? Yeah, and then it happened. Yeah, uh, and the, then it happened. The, uh, the well, the redemptive asshole showed up. Yeah, the redemptive asshole. The, and then it happened is a is a refrain of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so this guy showed up. This okay, so that group of people. Um, there were two guys. The two guys sitting next to me. The spit on it kid. Yeah, like. And, and a guy next to him, they got up and left at some point because they're like, oh, uh, so and so is here. Like, we got to go meet him. So yep. uh, we're going to cut out, but, uh, you know, let's meet back up before or whatever. But they left, and I'm like, oh, this is great. They're gone. Yeah. I'm going to have this open space. I almost moved a, a seat over, which I should have done again, like, um, because, but it wouldn't have mattered. They would have, like, told me yeah. to move or something. Yeah. But so before I could even, like, like, blink or whatever, like, um, in the bottom of the fifth inning, these like two fucking jackal, like yeah. bro asshole, like big fucking gangly assholes, just big dudes, yeah. big loud obnoxious assholes, drunk yeah. assholes, come show up. And uh, this one dude is wearing like a red hoodie or something, and like I guess he was wearing an angel's hat, which I didn't notice until later. Yeah, because he had like sunglasses over the hat, I think, yeah. or something. Yeah. He comes by, and like the four guys, the, when they start coming up, the four guys behind us, or I don't even know if it was four or two or whatever, yeah. but the guys behind us saw them, and then they're like, hey, look who it is, or something like that. And yeah. this guy fucking busts into the row like the fucking Tasmanian devil, and he's, <laughs> he's holding a beer and a coffee. And like the guys go in the behind us, they're like, Oh, what, you got coffee? And he's like, yeah, man, it's the only thing I didn't get here. Coffee, man, I need it. I didn't have any today. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, I need the coffee and the beer, man. Yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he was that loud. And, and like, yes. and no one else was yelling. He was right in my fucking ear. Yeah. And, like, just being so freaking annoying. Not only annoying, but fucking inconsiderate and rude. Yeah. yeah. Like, and so they sit down right next to us. The guy fucking smelled too, by the way. I didn't see. I didn't get. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Get he that, was. But. Uh, he had some gastrointestinal yeah. issues, I think. But yeah. Anyway, so he's like, so keep in mind they're they're two in front, and then there's people behind us. So he's turning around and yelling to them. He's like, oh yeah, do you see that? Like, yeah. oh yeah, what? And he's like turning, he's turning around like, uh, you know, uh, ninety degrees in his seat, and he's fucking hitting me. Like with his shoulders and like his he's like man spreading like his yeah. legs are touching mine and so I'm like trying to hold my ground and like I'm kind of pushing back on my leg but the only like side effect is that I have to touch legs with this guy which I don't want to do yeah but I'm trying to like make a point and so he's like every like other word he's like turning around and like hitting me with his shoulders and so at some point something happened in the game and like he like hit me with his shoulder and I like kind of like push back on him with my shoulder and then I'm like I'm like whoa buddy or like watch it buddy or something like that and um I think so I don't remember what happened but I think something happened in that like on that play or something and so he turned around and like maybe gave a high five to his friends or whatever but and then like and so like you know I don't know a good 10 seconds passes or whatever and then he turns around and he looks at me and he's like what would you say man and like in my mind I'm like okay this guy's like trying to make some sort of point here because like it was if i said it and then he said 
what was that? Like, that's one thing. But, like, he, like, turned around, did his thing, and then came back to me and said, like, what'd you say? Yeah. And, like, he actually goes, and, like, he, there was a split second in between, like, and I'm like, uh, what do I say here? And, like, he goes, like, so he, so he's like, what'd you say? And then he's like, am I invading your space? Or he's like, am I invading? Or am I being intrusive or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I gave, like, and I had, and, you know, it, it happened, like, a second later, but in my mind it was, like, you know, a minute that I had to, like, think about this, and I'm, like, running the scenarios of, like, what should I say here? Yeah. And, like, do I say, like, nothing? Uh, nothing, man, never mind. Like, so I didn't say that, but I, like, took, like, kind of, like, a gulp, and I said, like, so he goes, like, am I in- intruding or something? And I'm, like, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Or a little bit, yeah. I think I, th- I think I said a little bit, yeah. And then he goes, oh, sorry, man. Like, sorry. Uh, and, like, you know, you could tell, like, it was kind of like that asshole sorry. Like, yeah. sorry, not sorry. Yeah. And uh, then I'm like, it's okay, man. And uh, then he uh, he said, like, another beat happens, and he's like, I like your jersey, though. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, thanks, man. Jeremy was wearing a Don Zimmer jersey. I was wearing my Don Zimmer, like, 1989 road jersey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I like your, like your jersey. Like, he didn't even see the back. He just, like, the color blue, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so it was weird. So it was like it was it was a kind of a it was definitely a tense moment um, because like I think he was trying to say some fighting words and like I you know and I'm a fucking wimp like loser like that's a little too harsh but I'm like I'm like a you know if someone like like if I said something I'll I'll, I'm the kind of guy who'll say something under his breath and then guy's like what and I'd be like "Uh, nothing (laughs) so like I didn't want to do that. But, um, and, and I don't know, maybe he was, like, impressed that I, like, kind of didn't back down. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, I, I don't know. He, he was definitely drunk and, like, a, like a loud, obnoxious asshole. Um, but, uh, but then it was weird after that. Because then I, I don't know if, like, him complimenting the jersey was, like, trying to, like, like a peace offering or yeah. something. So then, like, so then it was tense a little bit and I was trying to talk to you. And that's when the, the season ticket thing happened, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh... So I'm like trying to talk to you and play it cool, but I, I'm like I'm trying to look at this guy out of the corner of my eye to make sure he doesn't like deck me or something. Yeah. But uh, and then you said the thing about the jersey or whatever, and so like it was like weird. So I was like kind of on edge. It was like a mea culpa. The jersey thing was like a mea culpa. Yeah. On this part. Yeah. Um, don't ask him what that means. Though, but, <laughs> um, but like so so it was a little tense, and then like maybe in the half inning or whatever, he's like. He he started talking to us, and he asked us about like keeping score and whatever. yeah, yeah. Now, so yeah, we'll get into that. But to back up for just a second, yeah, sure, so first sure. of all, right when that guy came in, um, I did notice him. You you were you were uh, in a lot more like trouble with that guy than I was, yeah. just as far as being in close proximity to him. Yep. But I definitely noticed his presence as well. Now, I didn't. Uh, it wasn't until later that I saw that he had both the coffee and the beer, and he <laughs> yeah. was he was double fisting it, which yeah. you know, it was a ridiculous combination. First of all, you know, people drink coffee to like get more sober, but they yeah. usually don't also aren't also still drinking They're beer not at that sips. point. No, yeah. uh, and like also, you know, what made it made me think uh, that it's like this guy's gonna be peeing all night if all he's doing is drinking coffee and beer. Yeah. But uh, so he um, so so when he first came in, he was like. Oh, he was like, oh man, like I was tired all day, but I'm rallying now. Yeah, I was like, yeah. 
dude, it's Monday. Yeah. Like, what do you right. mean you're you're you were tired, but you're rallying? Like, yeah. what what's going on here? Uh, we we later found out their circumstances, but yeah. So this guy was definitely being super loud, and they were also super d- douchey and broy in the fact that like all this guy could seem to talk about was like drinking. Yeah. Like right. Murph, Daniel Murphy came up at one point. They're like. Oh yeah, Murph Murphy's Murphy's. Yeah, that's a bar, right? We should we should go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, really? Oh, okay. So, uh, so he asks us. So he compliments Jeremy's jersey, and then he <laughs> asks us about our scorecards. He asks he. So he starts asking Jeremy about his scorecard. Jeremy starts talking about it. You know how how you know guys scored, uh, etc. Like you know scored runs. And so I'll say this, Jeremy. Yeah. Now with the informed interloper back at the White Sox game. Yeah. I had to deal with that guy all on my own. I I didn't I didn't really bring Jeremy <laughs> into it. Jeremy yes. stayed away from it. Yes. But Jeremy brought me into it. Oh, he's, I sure he's did. Like, he's like, yeah, so I got this. You can see my buddy my buddy Jack, though. Yeah, he's got, you can see he scores his a little bit differently. <laughs> and then, so then the guy, the guy now, he notices me. He's, he's like, like, oh, yeah. Like, let nice, me look at your, yeah, let me look at your let score. Let me look card. at your, yeah. So then I had to get in the conversation, too, tell him what <laughs> I was doing. And then he sees my hat. He's like, are you a Brewers fan? <laughs> yeah. You know, and then I, I was like, yeah. He's, and then what, what did you, what did you call okay. me, Jeremy? Well, okay, so, yeah, so then, like, he's like, Whoa, you're a Brewers fan. Yeah. And uh and Jack's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm from Milwaukee or whatever and then um uh and then he looks at me and he's like, You're friends with this guy? You guys are like friends? And I'm like, Yeah, normally, but today I hate his fucking guts. <laughs> and I said that to him I, I explained to you why I said that because like I I I was I was really talking to him, yeah, saying that I hate his fucking guts, and I also thought maybe if in incidentally if he thinks like, Whoa, they're friends but this guy just fucking tore down his friend. Like maybe he's a little crazy, and I'll, yeah. I'll back off a little right. bit. So right. it was a double thing, but it felt so good to say that. I'm like, yeah, normally we're friends, but today I hate his fucking guts. <laughs> yeah, it, felt, it felt great. <laughs> well, uh, so we call him the redemptive asshole uh, yes. because it turned out that the reason he was there was actually pretty cool. So he was there with these douchebag buddies of his, but they took a baseball trip. They, they must have been. Were they from California? I assume so, although yeah. I told him that I went to the Angels game last year and he didn't, didn't he was not plus. No, it didn't register with no, him. No, yeah, he couldn't have cared less. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it turned out that these guys were on a trip. They went to uh, Minnesota, uh, the Brewers game, the White Sox game, and then the Cubs game. So they yeah. actually they hit four ballparks uh, in, in, four one, days. in one fell swoop, yeah. uh, which is a hell of a baseball trip. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, so I will give them credit for planning that out. Yeah. Now Jeremy pointed this out, and I also thought of it as well that like this goes back to the uh, eager leaner all the way back in, in May at Miller Park at uh, the Brewer, he, Brewers Mets game. At the Brewers Mets game, he had planned some ridiculous road trip uh, where he was going to go to like Wrigley Field and then the White Sox and then down to like Kansas City and the Indians or and then what, the P- wait, Pittsburgh. Didn't he like not go to Wrigley though or something? Yeah, like, yeah. He was going to like <laughs> he was going to miss Wrigley something. Something ridiculous that didn't make sense. Uh, so I, we don't know. We still don't know if he actually took that one. But these guys actually executed uh, a baseball trip. Yeah. A good baseball yeah. trip. Yeah, they may have been drunk through the whole thing, but I <laughs> yeah. guess they did it. Yeah, and so I, I actually wonder, because that's a lot of driving from, like, Minnesota to Milwaukee. Like, yeah. so there's, you know, logistically, I wonder how they did it uh, so drunk. But yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, probably yeah. right that they did. Um, Sober is not too bad, but when you're, yeah, when you're... Yeah, yeah. Like just a juice what, head like that guy. What's weird is that they didn't really seem to like this guy that we were dealing with, or they seemed to be kind of tired of him. Because like at one point, like during the game, he like start he stood up 
And then behind oh, yeah. him, they told him, they were like, hey, sit down, man. And he yeah. was like, are you fucking serious? And they're yeah. like, yeah, sit down. That was, was that before or after our words were exchanged? It was, I think it was, it was after. I think we had already developed our rapport with that guy. Okay. I think, I, I don't know. I but, don't, yeah, I don't, no, it was after because, because I was thinking like, well, maybe this guy will take a hint that he's the asshole. Yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah, well, yeah. And so, and then, then like when uh, the Cubs did something good and everyone cheered, he's like, and we all stood up. He was like, "Hey, sit down, sit down," like to his friends. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, no, like, I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, the guy was like incensed that he wasn't allowed to stand up. Yeah, whenever he wanted to. Yes. Yeah. So like that's the kind of guy we're dealing with. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, yeah. Like his friends. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean. That's actually whenever I see like a like a friend like policing another friend like. I mean, it's the bare minimum of what we should be doing in society. But like, I actually like give credit to that sort okay. of thing. It's like. Thank you, because you're the only one who could possibly get this idiot to sit down. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. not gonna listen to me. He'll, no, or and he probably wouldn't listen to an usher either. You'd no. probably be like, "Shut up, old man." Yeah, you know, like yeah. whatever. So uh, we moved away. So eventually, oh. some seats, some seats opened up. <laughs> the seventh uh, inning stretch next to us. Yeah, the seventh inning stretch. So we took that as an opportunity to sort of discreetly move one seat over, so there would be a buffer seat between Jeremy yes. and this guy. And Did then, he comment that we moved over though? Was he like, no. "Did you guys move over?" Or? No, what they sat down next to me. <laughs> oh, they they sat back down because like we sat down and like they were still standing, and then he sat down, and then like I heard them grumbling, and then rump, like there's some some chatter, and then. The guy, because at this point now, the Angels guy had switched over to the other spot because they had went and got more beer. Probably. Yeah. And um, so then this other, the friend of his in like a white t-shirt was sitting next to me. And we moved over and then they sit, sat down and he sat next to me again. <laughs> and then like, they, I could tell they were confused. And I heard the, the other guy, the, the uh, redemptive asshole, uh, say like, oh, oh, and like they were saying something. And then the guy looked at me and he's like, hey, did you guys move over one? And I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then, like, I kind of chuckled. And then they moved back to their original seats. And then, like, I heard the redemptive asshole say, like, oh, I fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was they went to sit down and they, like, looked over at us. And they're like, oh, we're in the wrong seats. Move yeah. over. Move yeah. over. And yeah. then, like, they couldn't. Their minds were blown, yeah. basically. Yeah, they couldn't remember which seats they'd been in. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, God, it just doesn't, there's just, there's, there's, there's too much to go through, but like, yeah. Oh, so at one point, so Lester came out of the game, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, he, he, yeah, this is at the height of when he was asking me about my scorecard. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Wilson Contreras called out, uh, the trainer to mm -hmm. look at Lester. Cause Lester right? winced after throwing a pitch yeah. and people thought he was injured. Yeah. And then on the next, then he gives up a hit. Uh, to Kratz, maybe was that the Kratz? Yes, yeah, so I think he might have given up two straight hits. Uh, yeah, or at least at least one, whatever. He he left in a jam. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And so then and then and the trainer came out with him. Yep. And like and I was saying to like you and I actually like leaned back to or like went back to my friends and I was like, yeah, he's hurt or whatever. And uh, the guy was like, what? What? He's hurt? What? what you think he's hurt? Like and then like I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the trainer came out with him like when he left the game. And uh, he was like, "Oh man, oh, that's, that's crazy," you know, whatever. And like, and then I'm like, "Well, maybe, maybe he just, maybe they just pulled him and made the trainer came out on, on, uh, you know, to be uh, cautious or whatever." And uh, then I'm like, "Yeah, maybe not, because like, because we noticed that Lester hadn't gone directly into the clubhouse. He took a seat on the bench. So we were thinking like, well, if he was really hurt, he would just go straight to the clubhouse." Um, 
But and and he's like, whoa, how do you know that? How do you know that? I'm like, well, he's in the bench right there. Yeah. He's like, where, where, where? And then like he made me point him out. And then he's like, oh yeah, okay. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, where there over there? And like I'm like, yeah. Madden just went and sat down next to him. And like that guy's passing by him. And he's like, oh okay, yeah, right there. He's right there. And then he's like, man, I'm loving this, man. He's like, you're you're like my coach, man. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and like yeah, he was like, so he was like, yeah saying like oh like i'm like you know giving him all this information or whatever or all this insight or whatever um and uh, i should have told him yeah buddy 20 episodes and under our belt like yep. you know yep we're well, no we're no we're no chumps at this no well this goes this, <laughs> no no well hey this goes back to my theory uh theory jeremy yeah. uh when you're keeping score at a baseball game yeah. uh it's people see it as an invitation to talk to you yeah um, and ask they, you questions they do yep yeah yep. more often than not it happens yeah so um uh what was i gonna say also about that guy though um oh well it was like i was thinking it was weird because it's like I would love to have that conversation with someone who wasn't an asshole. Yeah. Like, I'd love to, you know, give insight or, like, show them how to keep score or whatever. Like, it would right. be awesome. I was, I was, the whole time I was telling him about my scorecard, I was doing it through, like, gritted teeth because mm. I'm like, I don't want to fucking give this guy my time of day at all. Yeah. Um, but there was also a part of me that it's like, I, I feel like there was this, like, lizard brain thing, like, going back to, like, high school. It was like, this is, like, a, a jock guy, and, like, he's asking me information, mm-hmm. and, like, I, I'm giving this information, and he's, like, approving of it. And I'm, like, I wanted this guy's, like, approval, like, somehow, like, yeah. like to show him, like, yeah, man, I know what the fuck I'm talking about here, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, so there was, like, there was some kind of, like, weird, like, inner battle about that, but it's, like, this guy was a nightmare, and I... I'm glad that they left, and when they came back, they switched spots. Yeah, right. I wonder almost if he was like, eh, I think I talked to that guy too much. I better I better not sit next to him again. I don't <laughs> think that's what, yeah. No, I don't yeah. think so. He probably just like saw some chick that he wanted to you know, sit closer to or something. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. So um, so that was, uh, yeah, the redemptive asshole. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how to feel about this guy. Like, He was like totally a jerk, but like... I don't know. It seemed like, like, at the end of the day, he was just a dude hanging out with his friends, like, and doing this road trip, and, like, that's a pretty cool thing, and I would be pretty jazzed about doing it, but, like, he seemed to be uh, equal parts into the liquor as the baseball. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know, he's just trying to have a good time with his friends, and, like, I think he maybe was trying to, like, make a peace offering by asking me about my scorecard and, yeah. and stuff, but, like... He was still obnoxious, but like I don't know, maybe I made my point or something. Well, yeah, he was he was one of those people who uh, sort of just behaves really loudly when they're drunk. Yeah, um, he seemed like a, a generally good guy who just um, well, I, I don't I don't know that I would say he I, was entirely yeah. lacking in social skills. He's one of those like he's one of those like douchey bros where it's just like not really all all there with him. Yeah, I w- I wouldn't go so far as to say he seemed like a, a nice guy because I don't know. <laughs> Uh, he might have some, you know, he could have some allegations against him, but I wouldn't be surprised if I heard that either. But uh, he seemed decent enough, right? Right. <clears throat> um, so, so there was also uh, another sort of uh, party foul uh, this time by the uh, by a Cubs employee. So uh, yeah. frequently, people will, uh, you know, stand up and take pictures at ball games. Uh, but but any any time any time that they don't do it between innings, like I will throw the I'll throw the yellow flag and I'll call a foul on that because <laughs> it's bullshit. Um, sure. So these people were standing 
in the uh, you know sort of in the in the walkway between yeah. the uh, two sections of between the upper the deck, upper, upper deck uh, box and upper deck chair, yeah, reserved. Yeah. And so it was a it was a a, a guy and uh, his girlfriend, but the guy was about six foot three, so he was blocking some people's view. Yeah. And uh, the picture that they were trying to get a picture of them, uh, you know, with the field in the background. Yeah. Uh, and the picture was being taken by a Cubs employee. Yeah, I don't know. Was it, yeah, that was always the thing. Like they were the employee was always taking the picture, right? Yeah, the employee yeah. was always taking the picture, and she was wearing like a red shirt, and like yeah. she's like a younger girl. She kind of looked like like she might have been with them. I thought it was like three people like together, and then when she turned around and walked away, she was wearing like the Cubs. Uh, yeah, was she polo. one of those people who was like, oh, do you want your picture taken for ten? bucks or you no, know, no 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 not it was all. just a yeah not a fan photo person those right. people wear those green polos she was like a cubs amba- fan ambassador or something yeah crap um and it's like yeah it's like and this selfie was or this like photo was not one a quick in and out like no. it seemed like they were they had a lot some technical issues or something yep. i don't know um but uh yeah so like it, it seemed to me like a perfect opportunity for a cubs employee to maybe teach someone that you shouldn't be taking a picture in the middle of an inning because this happened in the uh um Contreras at bat like a tense at bat yeah I think. like there's a runner on base mm-hmm. um i forget what inning it might have been like uh the bottom of the six maybe mm-hmm. um and like it's like yeah there was like stuff going on and like yeah you shouldn't be taking a photo at that time no no for sure um and the cubs are actually fairly militant about people not standing in that area yeah they um, are they are and they aren't like i, I, I got I've, I've been yelled at a couple times for it i've um, experienced um i've experienced situations where like they um like there's like an old guy who like won't like kind of stand up to someone mm-hmm. and it's it's just annoying um <clears throat> but they they do that's their mo is to, to move the people but i've seen like the guy at least the guy um behind home plate to the left of of uh the press box he's not uh, very uh uh active in telling people to move but uh but anyway so <clears throat> yeah so they they were on their way there was also two guys standing in the aisle earlier in the game and uh they the beer vendor actually got them to move. Oh really? Yeah, they like they were just standing there like they looked like they were looking at the freaking Grand Canyon or yeah. something. And like people were like, "All right, move it, move it, come on." And like they weren't responding or they didn't hear or whatever. And finally like a beer guy in front of them uh told them to move. Okay. And then like when they moved, everyone the beer vendor like took like a bow and like people were like cheering for the beer beer vendor. But then the guys, they they looked like these like weird like they were wearing like uh like windbreakers like they looked like kind of like i don't even i don't even know metrosexual they were just like just fucking fluff heads as, as my friend mark calls them like they were just goofballs and like yeah they were like and, and so then when they were clapping like the guy was like like waving to everyone like, yeah oh, thank you thank you thank you. it's like yeah. and then i yelled like keep moving you idiot like now, like don't stop moving, you idiot. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, whatever. Well, it, speaking of not moving, uh, so getting out of a Cubs game is still as much of an ordeal as it's always been, despite all of the all of the new construction. They, you know, they haven't figured out a way to get people out of the stadium quickly. So, we, you know, when we were leaving, it's, it took us about ten minutes to walk uh, to walk down the concourse and actually get out of the stadium. Yeah. But some interesting stuff happened while we were walking back to Jeremy's uh, secret parking spot. Yeah. Right. Right. Which is a location I cannot disclose, but um, yeah. 
it was it's funny. Um, there was uh, so th- there was a guy driving a pretty nice car uh, the <clears throat> wrong way down Grace, which yeah. is a one way street, right? Yeah, yeah. He was he was going r- wrong way, and then there was a guy like a neighborhood man, yeah, uh, with with his dog, yeah, and then he he goes like. <laughs> Wrong, wrong way, wrong yeah, way. Yeah. And like he, like the guy actually heard him and responded. I yeah. think he was responding to him. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So then that guy and we were about to cross the street, the side street, and then so he had to like back up, and then he was like, or he was trying to turn, but then that was the wrong way. Yeah. So then he was like trying to do like a three point <laughs> turn, but he was like gonna go right into us, and so I'm like, Jack, let's back off because yeah. this guy's gonna kill somebody. Yeah. And I. Afterwards, I realized that his door was probably his window was probably open. That's why he heard the the, the dog walker guy. Yeah. So he probably heard me say that, which I don't have a problem with. No, but. because what he was doing was dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but also, so so this uh, this good Samaritan walking his dog. Uh, he oh was, yeah, he was right. an older guy. So uh, after after the uh, guy had done <laughs> this ridiculous Y turn and uh, and left the right way on Grace Street, yeah. uh, this guy was still kind of there walking his dog on the other side of the street. Yeah. Uh, on the sidewalk, <laughs> and Jeremy yelled to him. He's like. Man, that guy's gonna kill somebody, and the guy just completely ignored him. Like Jeremy was trying to get a little solidarity, and it's like yeah. that guy just did not give a shit about what Jeremy had to say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So oh, then, wow. as if that wasn't enough, uh, as we were crossing uh, the street on uh, what was the it? Busy uh, street, uh, Southport, I think. Right, it was a little bit busier. So yeah, I think it was, was Southport, Southport right by the music box. Yeah, uh, we were crossing the street there. And uh, a guy was making a left turn onto Southport off of Grace. Yeah. Uh, and so we were in the crosswalk. We had the right of way. And we were walking. And there was a dude in front of us who was like this aging hipster. Um, I don't know. How you, how, how did you describe I'd him, Jeremy? I take him to be... He looked like a personal trainer slash meth dealer. Yeah, he looked like a guy who maybe used to be a personal trainer and then started doing meth so he wasn't really in shape Sh- anymore. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so um, this, this guy who makes this left turn onto Southport, like... It is clearly has no regard for the pedestrians in the yeah. crosswalk. It was one of those things where, like, the person was walking and the car, like, could have, like, like it's like a, I think of it as, like, a pass over the middle in football. Like, where, like, one person's moving and the other person's kind of cutting in front of them. Yeah. And, like, if it all works out perfectly, no one dies. Yep. But, um... The walker guy, I think, assumed that the car was gonna stop. Maybe. Yeah, it was one. Of, yeah, so it was one of those things where you knew the car wasn't going to yield. Yeah. Um. So you can either, uh, you know, stop and just let the car go, even though it's not supposed to be doing that, <laughs> or you can get hit. Well, this guy uh, did one of those moves where, like, he was like, "No, fuck that! I'm just gonna keep walking." Yeah. And but I think he knew that it w- it was close. This guy almost got hit by this fucking car. It, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, and so Jeremy, like you've said that you fuck with that move before. I have. Yeah. Um. Uh, and you know, it's a very passive aggressive move to like <laughs> see if the driver is actually gonna stop. Right. And then when they don't, you can do the move where you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> you know, it, it, that that self righteous pedestrian, like, you know, what the fuck, man? Yeah. You know what I. I do what i just put my hand out like forward and like i'll maybe tap the car or something nice again i'm gonna get beat the shit beat out of me at some point but yeah <laughs> um so then this guy uh like he almost gets hit and then he he turns to us and he's like uh what, what did he say he's like man that guy wanted to go that way so bad he almost killed somebody well i think i said yeah something. i think you said something to him right yeah i think i initiated it didn't i yeah i think you did i can't what remember did what I, you said i said to the guy. like 
Did I also say guy's gonna kill somebody? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy was being pretty loquacious uh, with strangers on this. On yeah, this well, you run. know, I was like, I was kind of like in like a outward move or outwardly uh, mode because uh-huh. uh, I that well, I thought that one guy was gonna beat my ass. Right. So I was like being over friendly to people for sure. Um, yeah. I said something to him. I'm like, oh no, I know what it was because I got to look at the guy, the driver. Yeah. And he looked. Yeah. He looked like an old guy. Yeah. Not the kind of guy who would like run down somebody like like because he's got places to be or something right so he was like an older guy he was like in like a lincoln continental or something yeah. i don't even think they make those anymore but <laughs> it was something like that and uh so i said so i said to the guy he was an old guy huh and he's like i don't know but he just he was in a hurry just to get right there yeah and like i think it's like if the red the line was or the light was red, but it wasn't. I think the guy actually just kept going because uh, he zoomed down the busy street once he passed the meth guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, it was yeah crazy. A lot, lot of stuff going on. Now yeah. we did uh, you know an hour and six minutes into the podcast, we should let you know that so we did actually see a baseball game yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, and it was a good one. Uh, so the Brewers, uh, the, it w- there was a lot at stake. They were just two back, uh, I think, of the Cubs, uh, and now they're just one back. Uh, so yeah. if they sweep the series, they will, uh, you know, they will take over first place. But that's a long way away. So there was a lot at stake for this game. It's about as close as you can get to a uh, a playoff game uh, without actually being at a playoff game. Yeah, uh, which sure. is really cool. Um, so we. Uh, <clears throat> I had predicted to Jeremy that at the beginning of the podcast, uh, at, at the beginning of the game, I said to Jeremy, "Well, the Brewers are going to make an out on the base pads in the first inning because they always try to mess with Lester on the bases in the right. beginning of the game, and then uh, they always make an out, and then they abandon that game plan for the rest of right. the time." So, uh, so sure enough, uh, the Brewers had a botched double steal in the first inning. Yeah, um, Ryan Braun went to Ryan Braun was on first base. Yelich uh, was on second base. Braun uh, went to he tried to steal second. Yelich did not pr- uh, proceed to third. So yeah. there was a log jam on second base. Yeah, that's one of those things where like I don't know if they'll ever explain it because the Brewers won. Yeah, like that's right. something like if they lost, they might like be like what would happen on that play. Right. Like to me, it looked it just looked like Yelich knew he was dead to rights. Yeah, uh, if he proceeded to third, so he was like hoping maybe Braun could still go back, and then they were both heading to second base, and yep. so. Uh, Yelich got thrown out, right? Yep. Yeah, Yelich got thrown out. So sure enough, the Brewers did uh, did make an out on the Bates pads. They only came away with one run there. Um, so this was actually the first time. Uh, so I so hey, I was. What do you know? I was right about that. Uh, <laughs> so this this was actually the first time that I was seeing Daniel Murphy uh, in person as a Cub. Um, and it Me turns, too, actually. Yeah, you too, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it turns out. That he has the same birthday as I do. He was born in 1985, though April 1st, 1985. So he's born one year before I was. I was born in 86. Okay. Uh, okay. But I, uh, I'm not particularly happy that I share a birthday with Daniel Murphy. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. I would see if you can legally change your birthday. Maybe. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah. Just, so I thought that was interesting. Uh. I'm. I'm like. Uh. Less than a month younger than Ben Zobris. Okay, okay. Which is weird to me. Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess he seems older than me, but... Sure. Like, 
it's so many players are are younger than than me. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things, Jeremy, because now you know we're <clears throat> we're both in our thirties. Uh, yeah, uh, we're, you know, when you're growing up and you're watching baseball, all the players are always older than you. Yeah, but no, exactly. we're getting to a point where we're older than most of the players, but it still doesn't seem that way. Well, it's, it's actually weird because we're like we're in the mid, like we could still be like you know like right. like Zobris is older, but then a bunch of other guys are younger. Right. So like we're still not all the way younger or all the way older. So it is weird. Like, yes. like, you know, some guys are the same age as us. Some are older, some are younger. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, Jeremy, who was it that was on your, uh, that, that you shared oh. a birthday with? Well, I looked it up. So you got me, uh, interested. So I, yeah. I looked it up and, uh, baseball reference, best website in the world. Uh, you yep. can just, uh, look up a date and see who was born on that day. So yeah. uh, actually it's a big pile of crap. Like people <laughs> who were born on my birthday. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Phil Hughes born yep. on my birthday. Um, and uh, uh, Robbie Ross, former relief pitcher. Uh-huh. Um, George Vukovic. Okay. Um, there was one more I thought that was worth mentioning. Yeah, that was worth... I can't remember who that Juan was. Juan Francisco. Ooh, okay. Yeah, former Brewer. Former Brewer bum. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. That's really kind of it. Kind of a three-true outcome player. Well, two-true outcome. Strikeout or home run. He, he couldn't, wouldn't, couldn't take a pitch to save his life. Don Mincher has 200 career homers. I don't know him. Okay. Born in 1938. Played with Minnesota, Los Angeles, I guess. Milwaukee, Oakland, and Texas. Wow. All right. But uh, that's about it. That's a lot of of career homers for a guy from that era. Yeah. Um, I'll have to look that guy up. So, yeah. So, interesting. You know, I I didn't look up April 1st, but eventually I uh, I will. So, I'm interested, too. Lorenzo Cain is I'm 12 days older than him. He was born on April 13th, 86. Uh, So, another another strange thing I noticed on the scoreboard was that uh, Mike Moustakis is from L.A., yeah. He looks like he's from, like, Nebraska or somewhere. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, he seems like a corn-fed dude. Yeah, uh, so that's that's a little incongruous. We saw that uh, Lester was from Tacoma, Washington. So it seems right. like Mike Moustakis would fit in better, maybe even as, like, a Pacific Northwesterner than, yeah. uh, than Lester, who does not seem like that at all. No, he doesn't. Yeah, I know Lester's got that... Uh, I don't know, Southern boy feel, but he's from Tacoma. Yeah, oddly enough. Yeah. Um, so Jeremy uh, kept lamenting uh, uh, that yeah, Eric Kratz throughout <clears throat> the game. Uh, just the name uh, was just it, it. Just he got under Jeremy's skin. Well, clearly. here's the here's the thing. Real quick aside, um, like as a baseball fan, like maybe just as a Cubs fan who's like always waiting for something bad to happen. Like I'm always. It's not. It's never like the like. Ryan Braun's or Christian Yelich's that that get you. There's always like one bum who's never done anything in his career that is somehow gonna get like some kind of fluke walk off homer and like yeah. end your season. So like I'm always aware of. I'm always like worried about those guys. Well, yeah. While Rajay Davis was as far from a yeah. bum, he's yeah. certainly not a guy who you would expect to tie a game against the oldest Chapman with a home run. Yeah, you so, weren't afraid of that guy. You were more afraid of Lindor. So I see. Where, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um. So yeah, Eric Kratz is just like a journeyman catcher, even not even a starting catcher, and no. like. Uh, it seems like he's been getting big hits against the Cubs. A career backup, yeah. They had said he'd played something like you know 300 uh, games in the majors and almost 1,000 in the minors. So yeah, that's the kind of guy we're talking about here. Um, so the Brewers picked him up off the scrap heap uh, you know, in about May. 
Um, he was in AAA with maybe the Yankees, uh, and he is you know he's hitting 240 with five homers. Uh, yeah, he may have been closer to 250 now. He was two for four tonight. Um, so yeah, that is way more than you would expect out of a out of a 38 year old journeyman catcher. Um, yeah, for sure. But he's actually a, he's he's a, he's a good interview. Um, if you ever see him uh, interviewed, he's kind of a, a thoughtful, um, uh, eloquent guy. Uh, he gives he gives good interviews. He seems like he's a good. A good clubhouse guy, probably a guy that'll have a career um, in baseball as a coach or a scout when he's done. Um, yeah, he's for been sure. around the game so long. Seems like a good dude. Uh, you know, I certainly don't think so. He's one of those guys where you know, eight or ten years from now, you'll look back at this team and be like, "Oh, Jesus, Eric Kratz was on that team." <laughs> yeah, he's for one. Sure. Of, he's one of those guys. Or you'll remember it, and then like, uh, but I'll remember it. But like you, you know, you owners, the cash, like <clears throat> someone who doesn't follow the Brewers, like wouldn't. And then because you've yeah. told me about a lot of Cubs that were on like certain teams, and I'm like, really, that guy was a, a Cub? Yeah, for sure. So that's that's Eric Kratz, Candy Maldonado. Um, yeah, Candy Maldonado. Yeah, just the other day. That's his, one of those guys. Yeah, so, sure. so Kratz certainly isn't somebody I would like on the team like long term. But yeah. you know, he's doing it this year. Yeah, so. yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta tip your hat to that, I guess. Yeah. Um, Lorenzo Cain. Yeah, he tore it up four for five. Um, and you know, so a lot of people are talking about Yelich for the MVP, and I, I saw it asked, <laughs> well, why isn't Cain also in consideration for MVP? Cain, he's hitting about three. 13, 314 now. Yelich is at about 315. Zobrist is also at about 315. So we saw some yeah. of the league's leading hitters tonight. Yeah, true. I think that the reason Kane hasn't been mentioned more, uh, his, the, the, the his rest. homers aren't there, right? Yeah, the, the homers aren't there. The RBIs aren't there. I mean, he's mostly been leading off. Yeah. His numbers are very good, but he's not even close to being an MVP. But him and Yelich have, uh, those were two great, those were the two best pickups uh, of the offseason for probably anybody, I think. Yeah. Those two guys are both hitting over 300. They're hitting number one and two in the order. Uh, they've carried the team. The yeah, whole year. They have, yeah. A lot of people question the Lorenzo Cain signing. Um, they said, how can you give this 32-year-old guy a five-year deal? Um, and while I think that maybe the last two years of that deal, when he's 36 and 37, might be a little rough, yeah. uh, you know, they're, they're, those first three, when their window is now to win, um, I think it's a good pickup. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I definitely like those the pickups for sure. You know, I was, I was questioning if that is that all they're gonna do. Yeah. Um, and like, I was always wondering like if they were like, it seemed like no brainer to then try to flip Domingo San, San, uh, Santana. Yeah. And uh, 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 Brett Phillips for pitching. They never did that. That no. was the part that, that mystified me. But of course, if you have a chance to get Yelich, of course you get him. Yep. And Kane was like, yeah. If you can get him, get him. Like, yeah, for sure. And he started his career with the Brewers, so there was some there were some good vibes there. Uh, you you know you mentioned yeah. Santana to me, uh, you know, in the game, and you were like, I wonder if that messed with his head that like they signed those two guys. Right. I mean, yeah. I think the answer to that is a resounding yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Domingo so. Santana hit about thirty home runs last year. He's got three this year. Yeah. His power has completely disappeared. What, one more about one more thing about Lorenzo Cain. Um, <clears throat> at the other Brewers game that I was at with my dad. Um, he was taking, uh, he was like signing autographs for people, like at the end of batting practice, and like he actually like took selfies with people. Nice, like nice. The, they handed him like the phone, and like he like you know turned his back to them and like took a selfie with them. Yeah. I'm like that's pretty friggin' cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not. We're, we're well, Jack. You're you are my positive. Like I'm not a millennial. You're not like a, a stereotypical millennial. Yeah. Like I'm not the kind of guy who would like ask a, someone to take a selfie. Right. Like, like I would maybe like I would maybe take a picture with someone, but like 
I would ask someone to do it, you know, yeah. and like I'd let alone ask the player to take the picture. Is that I wonder if is that the new autograph now? Yeah, no, they say that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like people like they don't even like try to talk to him. They just want a picture and then they just move on. Yeah, right. Um, but I, maybe Kane suggested that he take the selfie or yeah. something. But like, but still, like that's uh, it's cool. But it's also like I that's totally outside of my like. Right. Yeah, I'll chase down a lighter for an autograph in a crowd, but yeah. I, I wouldn't ask to take a selfie with oh, him. Oh, God. Imagine if you'd asked him for a selfie. Yeah, he would. God, well, how bad would he have bent up my phone? Just <laughs> yanking, yanking the phone out of my hand. But anyway. Um, yeah, so, uh, all right. So, on the Cubs side, uh, a couple things, I guess, you know. Um, uh, we got to see Terrence Gore. Yeah, I had never seen him before. Um, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a strange guy. So, Jeremy, uh, yeah. I, was, I was shocked. To learn uh, that he had never gotten a major league hit until uh, until uh, he got one off Max Scherzer the other day. Saturday, right? yeah, yeah. Until Saturday, what was he? You said over fourteen or something like that. I think it was over forty something. Over forty something. Oh, Maybe wow. it's fourteen. Okay. I don't know. Uh, so I don't know. Um, yeah, but he. Uh, so he's actually. I think he made his debut in twenty fourteen. I want to say with the Royals. So he's okay. actually in my. Me and my dad are playing a Stratomatic baseball season, uh, and he's actually in that. But he only had one official at bat that year. But, uh, you know, we, we bring him in as a pinch runner sometimes to impact games, sort of like Joe Madden oh, nice. did this year, uh, or did this in this game. Uh, and so I was excited because I knew he was going to try to take one, um, and he did. He stole a base off Jeremy Jeffress, um, and uh, it, was, it, was a, it was an exciting play. It was a, it was a close play. Uh, Kratz made a really good throw on it. Yeah. Um, he, he made as good of a throw as he possibly could have made. They almost got Gore. Uh, yeah. So funnily enough... It seemed like the Brewers were maybe going to try to challenge it. So uh-huh. uh, we haven't brought this up on the podcast, but it recently, uh, some uh, maybe it was in USA Today, some some paper wrote about how they are just doing absolutely dreadful in challenges yeah. this year. So they had they had one challenge uh, earlier in the game that uh, didn't go their way. I can't remember exactly. Oh, uh, it was Murphy yeah. Murphy tag. <clears throat> so Santana to pick the pick off at second yeah, base. Yeah. So Santana actually, we talked about Santana a little earlier. Uh, he actually did something positive. He got a base hit, uh, advanced to second on a walk, um, and then he got picked off second base. Yeah. Uh, so I think it was just in the last podcast, uh, or, or the, maybe the one before, we we were uh, talking about how stupid you have to be to get picked off a second base. Oh, yeah. Um, and, well, oh, it was when Moncada got picked off by uh, by Iabaldi. Um, okay. But, yeah, so he gets picked off a second base uh, in a situation where the Brewers uh, really needed another run, an insurance yeah. run. Uh, <clears throat> and so then, but they, they wanted to, the Brewers challenged it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it was clearly not close. His, his foot was clearly not, not even close to the bag. Murphy's foot kind of blocked him. He, but. We're, I'm still waiting for him to touch second base. <laughs> it didn't happen. So, so, yeah, he never touched second base, uh, and he was out. And so somebody on the Brewers' uh, replay department, uh, video department, thought that I guess it would be a good idea to challenge that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, actually, I wonder, since it was the ninth inning, I wonder if that was an if umpire's it was, uh, challenge. An umpire's, I've, I've been wondering that as well. Yeah. Um, but regardless, uh, the, the call was not overturned. It was the, the call in the field stood or confirmed or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I was also wondering if it was one of those things where it was like a rules check, maybe. Because yeah. like we were wondering if Daniel Murphy like 
blocked second base and if that was legal or not. Yeah. So I guess we got the answer that it is legal. That, yeah. And so yeah. that's never been a thing like ever like that you hear about a guy blocking a base. Yeah. Um, or a second baseman at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, anyway, when uh, when Gore stole that base, it looked like the Brewers, they, the, the the umpires were like looking at the dugout, like saying, "Do you want to do you want to challenge it?" And Council was looking back at his bench coach, who yeah. was on the phone, and the bench coach like. He, it, it was like he couldn't get anything confirmed, and yeah. Council was just like, "Ah, fuck it! Like yeah, we're not going to chat. We're he, not going to challenge." And it. that's exactly the, his motion. It was yep. like it wasn't just like a affirmative denial. It was like a ah, whatever. Yeah, like he was clearly annoyed. Like yeah. he's had it. He's had it with these people yeah. who fucked with him all season. Yeah. Guys, uh, I, I gotta say, if if this podcast doesn't come back next year, it might be because I got hired by the Brewers to be their video guy. Well, the, the Brewers will receive an anonymous call that a, a <laughs> that, a, that a diehard Cubs fan yeah. uh, is is working in their video department. I think, did this come? Up, I think this came up on another. It did. It episode, did. But yeah. yeah. Um, so whatever. So uh, okay. Let's talk about the matchup. The big pitcher batter matchup yeah. of the game yeah uh, yeah uh josh hater versus daniel murphy yeah homo, homo famous homophobe josh uh hater versus famous homophobe daniel murphy yeah and uh hater uh hater was the uh better man he was a better one, homophobe yeah <laughs> yeah no listen i think there's actually there's a little bit of difference between those two guys but um yeah uh it was certainly not the most pleasant uh, matchup of of two guys. No, no. Uh, well, Hater. Um, so so Hater. I had never seen Hater in yeah. person. Um, uh, I had I had really been wanting to, obviously. Uh, but uh, so the shine has sort of come off of him. Uh, you know, because of all the uh, the the Twitter uh, goings on. Um, so it's you know it was a shame that you know I couldn't see him before that before all that all that happened. You didn't get a chance to uh, appreciate him in person, right? In a clean way. In a clean way. Uh, yeah. So he's tainted now. But uh, he sure he sure did a heck of a job on the mound today. He pitched two innings, uh, struck out every batter he faced. Two innings, six strikeouts. I uh, can't do any better than that. And speaking of that, I think it was haters. Maybe f- well, maybe not. Maybe he pitched in that other uh, series. But uh, I hadn't seen Hater since then. Uh, and and uh, I was wondering if he would get some kind of like boo uh, sh- shower. I, I heard he- some mild boos. Um, yeah, I, but- that was from me. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe just from you. Yeah, uh, but- I didn't hear much. No, I, it, the whole thing is kind of. Um- I don't know. I don't want to say it's been forgotten about, but uh, sort of right after that, Trey Turner, it turned out that he had some tweets and yeah. uh, other guys, uh, you know, just tweeting all this awful stuff uh, yeah. before they... They have know. a support group now. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, so. But so, so yeah, so Hader, uh, he did he did really well, um, and he kind of saved the game. Well, you know, I guess he literally got a hold for it. Right. But I don't think they win that game without without him and without that performance. Uh, like you said, Jeremy, uh, if you take that seventh and eighth inning and you give it to any other guy, uh, it gets a lot dicier. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he got probably the most important outs. Yeah, he got the, the most world. important outs and the Cubs look bad facing him. It um, was pathetic. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was cool to see as a Brewers fan. Um, now, another thing that Jeremy's kind of been ragging on <laughs> about the Cubs is Elmora. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, just. yeah. So like, Elmora, he made those great catches and everything, and everyone like loves him because he's made these great diving catches. But like, it's it's overshadowing some of the more like uh, criticizable things about Elmora. Number one, like he hit when he doesn't when he makes a routine catch, he catches it like a complete idiot, and like he's catching it like like 
at his shoulders, basically. Yep. And yeah. Actually, Jim Deshays did mention it. He's like, I wonder how many kids are getting hit in the chin trying to catch it like Elmora. Yeah. And uh, I just, but I, I feel like he's not getting it. Like, I just don't understand how an, a manager can't just be like, don't catch it like that. Yep. You know, like, what what would happen? Like, because Barry Bonds used to catch the ball like that too. He used to like swipe at it, and like I was, and I was like. 12 years old at the time and I'm like this guy's an idiot why is he trying to catch it like that um, I just don't understand why like Joe Madden can't just be like uh, Al I love you you're great just don't catch it like that because like what's going to happen is he's going to botch it in like game 7 of the NLCS if the Cubs are so fortunate uh, enough to make it that far like he's going to like he's going to botch one one of these days and it's going to be bad Um and uh, it's just I, it's it drives me nuts seeing him catch the ball the way that he catches it. Like just friggin' catch it, you know, just catch it normal. Yeah. I he drives me nuts at the plate too. I feel like there's been times where like like he's come up with runners in scoring position and he like just has a bad at bat. And uh, we looked up his numbers. He's batting two eighty four, I guess, with runners in scoring position. But I I don't see it. I yeah. Just, I don't know. Like you know, sometimes he comes through, but like it seems like every time I'm catching him, he's like having a bad at bat with runners on base or in running and scoring position. So, so go figure with Elmora. I just, I hope like, I honestly, I wonder if he's like a sell high guy. Like if they could like get something for him in the off season, I would not feel bad letting, like seeing him go. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things where now I feel like Epstein has, uh, uh, he's hung on to a couple of guys for too long. Yeah. And now they don't really have any value anymore. Uh, Russell yeah. would be one of those guys. Yes. Uh, yes. Schwarber is another one. Yeah. Uh, Hap, may be becoming one depending on how he does yeah. next year I Hap's think. been okay the last couple of weeks yeah. so like we'll see but um, but yeah I know and so like I think I'm more like because I think the the league still thinks of him as like those catches he made in like Colorado and like he makes these great catches yeah um, I think that and you know I feel like they feel that he hasn't gotten a full time shot yet yeah um, and he, his average is okay. Like I think that they could maybe still get something for him. Sure, like, I would not feel bad letting him go. Yeah, I mean, he's great defensively, but like he's he also like drives me nuts. Yeah. Um. And at this point too, like I really don't think they could get anything for Russell or, or Schwarber no, anymore. No. Um. At for least sure. not a high end starting pitcher like they might have been able to get. Yeah. Uh, definitely. A, not. a year or two ago. Yeah. Um, I guess so one more thing uh, uh, before we wrap things up here is the uh, Cubs bullpen now they, they yeah. didn't they didn't look bad to I mean they, they didn't look bad today and didn't give up any runs no but uh, they got they got Dunsing uh, up at one point oh, Jeremy was not happy sakes, about that man. yeah Jeremy dropped a couple of loud f-bombs during the game at one at one oh. point at one point so uh, so they were gonna bring Dunsing in <laughs> and Jeremy was furious about it so it was in the ninth inning yeah uh, so yeah was it it was, or was uh, it the eighth it was in the I think it was in the eighth inning uh, so uh, let's see who had the eighth for the Cubs it was Cishek uh, uh, had it yeah and so Cishek uh, the last batter he faced was Arcia yeah and uh, if 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 Arcia had gotten on they would have brought Dunsing in because Shaw was Shaw on deck. was on deck yeah so. So Cishik strikes Arcia out, and then Jeremy Jeremy shouts, "Yeah, keep dancing out of the fucking game!" Uh, and so that was like the first time I've ever seen uh, somebody cheer because they were keeping a reliever out of a game. Uh, so that's how much Jeremy didn't want dancing. To... That's the kind of insight that that uh, that the uh, whatever his name was, the redemptive asshole appreciated about me. I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so there was there was one more uh, actually. Uh, 
during this game it was uh, when so Listella came up to bat. Listella was the last batter who, uh, yeah. who batted for the Cubs, and uh, uh, I, I don't even. I, I think you were in a fugue state at this point. You were so into the game, but you were like, "Come on, Listella, get a fucking bat on it!" And I was like, <laughs> "Damn, I hope there's no like little little kids around here or anything." Uh, we got the yeah the, uh, the season ticket holder was gone by that point. Go oh, figure. Yeah, sure, but I'm sure yeah. he would have shot you a dirty look after that one. Yeah, but uh, tisk, yeah. Tisk. I, I enjoy. I enjoyed that. Um, it seems like the Cubs used to. I mean, kitchen sink. Yeah, they they just use all of these relievers, um, and it seems like the same guys come in every game. Yeah. It's like it's like you know Chavez and Kinsler and I just you know I watch almost every Cubs game, and it's like these guys are just like they're in every single yeah. game. No, it's like. Uh, the bullpen is in a bit of disarray without Morrow. And, like, I don't think Morrow is a be-all, end-all of relief pitching. But, like, without him, who's, like, their clear closer, it's just a mess. And, like, uh, Madden was using Strope, uh, but then he's, like, we might go by committee. Yeah. And it's, like, he insists on putting Justin Wilson out there in the eighth innings, which is going to friggin' kill me. Uh, Edwards can't throw a friggin' strike to save his life because that he doesn't throw strikes. He he goes around the plate and he expects guys to swing at three of them. Yeah, yeah, and you know I'd like to say to Carl Edwards, like, dude, just because you walk like two guys and then you scream when you come off the mound, <laughs> like it doesn't it doesn't make up for the fact that you that you like are yeah. ruining the game. Yeah, he got he was getting squeezed by the ump uh, the other day and like he was walking off and looking at the ump like side eyeing the ump. Yeah, like, like why are you picking on me or something? Yeah, it's like. Dude, you don't deserve a call, man. Yeah, you haven't you haven't earned it. Like I understand when Lester does it because he's been around for a long time, yeah. but like you know, or Lackey, but like uh, you yeah, know, I, well, maybe yeah. not. Maybe I don't, not. He hasn't earned it. But I he don't give either of them a call. But I get yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but like yeah, Edwards just needs a friggin' again. Yeah, that's his whole mo. Is like he doesn't throw it in the zone, so like he expects guys to swing and miss before he walks them, but. It doesn't take a rocket science scientist to get that scouting report and just not swing. Yeah. I mean, no one in the league should swing against him because he'll throw four balls before he throws three strikes. Yeah. So it's just a mess. Like, they need to so- solve him. But, like, everyone's, like, 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 uh, uh, like floundering, basically, without Morrow. And, like, like, Strope has been the best guy out of the bullpen of recent. Like, yeah. like, C-Shack was doing great. I would have put C-Shack as a closer uh, and kept Strope in the eighth inning, but... Whatever, it's a mess. Uh, so I, I'm being a little doom and gloom on the Cubs right now because I, I'm so frustrated. Uh, the one thing, the last thing I wanted to say about it is like, there's one game. The Cubs are up by one game now, yep. and like the rest of the year is going to be a slog. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, you were, you were saying you weren't mentally prepared for it. No, um, I mean, I I almost feel at this point like uh, the schedule and and time is just kind of the Cubs enemy at this point like yeah. if they can if they can somehow just uh like if the season ended today i mean great but like like can they make it these last couple of weeks um yeah. and still be in first place and not the, have to play a wild card game the, this is where like the old adage the old baseball cliche comes into play that like they've been there before and so yeah. they know like they knew they know what it takes to get through the the that world series run which mm-hmm. like is just mentally taxing. Right. Uh, it was ta- mentally taxing for me. Yeah. Uh, and I was just sitting on my ass the whole time. So, <laughs> um, so they, you know, you hope that they know that they can dig deep and, and like kind of make it through like this Thursday debacle, like they'll, whoever's pitching Friday will be sitting in bed all day Thursday, like just chilling out. So, 
you know, you hope that that doesn't uh, that you know at least the pitcher will be fresh for Friday, and then like the batters just kind of step it up. Like they need to dig deep here because yeah, like they look t- they look kind of tired today. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame them, but yeah. like, uh, but they need to just kind of just they need to rally, not the uh, not the uh, redemptive asshole. Like he's he can just drink and just be an asshole. <laughs> um, but the Cubs need to rally, and like it, it's yeah, it's it's looking dicey right now. And like I never thought we were. On the way back from the the game, we were talking about like the remaining schedule, and like a week ago, I wasn't thinking, I wasn't like, I didn't think I had to worry about that. But like, yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough, it's gonna be a crazy uh, rest of the month, and uh, I don't know, like we'll, we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah, and we'll see what happens uh, uh, for the for the rest of the season as far as this podcast goes. We're not going anywhere. We just don't know if we're gonna have any more games this season. Like Jeremy said, we might make it to one more shitty White Sox game before we. <laughs> Before the season wraps up, yeah, we we planned out uh, so these three games in a row, and like we're just writing that out, and now uh, we got to figure out uh, what the next move is. But yeah. Uh, yeah, at the very least, we'll be back with a mini so next week. Absolutely, we will. Yeah, so uh, that'll wrap it up today. A little bit of a marathon, but uh, you know, we were both very uh, invested, and we had a lot to say. We did, we and did. That, that that guy next to us really kind of ate up a lot of time, and me losing my ticket. So there you go. Right. Right. Well, uh, until next week, uh, I am Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we'll see you when we see you. All right, bye-bye.